This podcast is brought to you by Knowledge at Wharton. For more information, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu. From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Knowledge at Wharton on Business Radio. Here's your host, Dan Loney. Well, in the wake of the Comcast-Time Warner merger that went by the boards a couple of weeks ago, the media industry is not done with the joining of two major corporations. The latest news is that Verizon is set to acquire AOL for roughly $4.4 billion. It's another potential merger that will draw the attention of many in the sector, as well as on Capitol Hill. So what does this new combination mean for the media industry? Hermant Bargava is a professor in the Graduate School of Management at the University of California at Davis, who also uh, received his Ph.D. here at the Wharton School. He joins us on the phone, as well as Roger Entner, who is founder and lead analyst for, for Recon Analytics. Gentlemen, great to both have you on the show today. Thanks very much for coming on. Nice to be here, Dan. Thank you for having me. Great to have you. Uh, I'll ask this uh, of both of you. Roger, I'll start with you. Uh, will this merger uh, safely go through all the channels? Oh, absolutely, uh, because Verizon is buying AOL for all the things that you don't know them about. Uh, this is about AOL's ad-serving platform. Uh, it's basically a piece of plumbing that lets advertisers connect with advertising platforms and on video and, and websites. And right now they're like 11th largest advertising platform, and so that will be no problem at all. And Herman, as we know, uh, in this day and age, uh, content and advertising are the two biggest uh, pieces that, that uh, media companies are looking to add to their, uh, to their portfolios. That's right. So I think I have to agree mostly with Roger, but I should point out that when you mention advertising and content, with this deal in particular, it's about video advertising. Yep. plugging in ads on on video content and that's uh, you know that's an area that AOL has really succeeded in in the last three or four years and that's the success for which I think uh, Verizon is chasing AOL because Verizon has big ambitions in distribution of video over mobile uh, we are joined uh, both on the phone, Hermant Bargava, who is a professor in the Graduate School of Management at the University of California, Davis, and also Roger Entner, who is founder and lead analyst of Recon Analytics. Uh, just from the from the market perspective, Roger, this seems like, as you have both alluded to here early on, that this is a, this is a very much a win seemingly down the road for Verizon. Yes, Verizon uh, is planning to launch a over-the-top video service sometime this year, meaning it's something like a Netflix or Hulu-type service that will run on anybody's network. Uh, And this platform from AOL will serve then the ads on it. Because Verizon sees that 60% of uh, all the traffic on wireless networks is video. And it's not really participating in that... Uh, growth other than delivering the bits. So the logic is we also want to serve the videos. It's 60% of the traffic right now. It's growing by 50% every year. Yeah. Uh, 
we can't just sit by and let you know other companies uh, profit over over Verizon's network. So then, is with the fact that uh, Time Warner and Comcast was a little bit of a different flavor to it, but this deal does this really start maybe uh, an even greater move for consolidation within this industry? Bigger names trying to find those content partners that really can boost their bottom line, Termont. So, you know, I think the the consolidation here is happening very differently than it would have for Time Warner or uh, 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 Comcast. That was where two peer horizontal players were combining, and they had mostly non-overlapping markets, so they would have become a bigger supplier of dump pipes. Mm -hmm. But here what's happening is consolidation across uh, vertically, right, between a communication company and a content, or in this case, really an advertising distribution company and for mobile advertise mobile access in particular like Roger mentioned more people access the internet today on mobile than on desktop computers and mobile speeds with 4g LTE are getting phenomenal 50 megabits per second so they're really challenging access of content over the desktop and the future is on mobile and Verizon really all it was until is until now is a dump pipe so they're really looking for ways to monetize all of this video content so that's the consolidation and I think that you really have to look at it in terms of one consolidated enterprise being able to compete against other consolidated enterprises well the the advertising obviously will be a, a big effect uh for the consumer but other than that uh will the consumers see much of a change from if they're already a verizon customer roger no they will not see a change at all because all the the things that aol will deliver are under the surface we are joined by Roger Entner, founder and lead analyst of Recon Analytics, and also uh, Hermont Bargava, who is a professor at the uh, University of California at Davis. There was an interesting line, Hermont, in a Wall Street Journal article that I read the other day, and it kind of alludes to exactly what you were talking about a second ago, uh, and Roger as well. Let me read this line and get your reaction to it. It is a war of all against all, platforms against platforms, content against content. I, I, I thought that speaks volumes for where this industry is headed right now. I think that's absolutely true. This is, this is not new. This has been happening since the 1990s with convergence between computing companies, communication companies. But, you know, now there is convergence across so many different layers. And, and one of the reasons is that in the technology world, we have really seen a disruption of the old linear flow of business that, you know, firms organize production, sourcing, distribution, and so on. And they had one piece of that. And instead, we are seeing emergence of these platforms, integrated systems that try to cover all the pieces or at least enable markets to function between between different pieces of this chain. And Verizon was a, an old player in this linear value chain. It's the dump pipe. Its power is really diminished because you have so many other ways to get content today. And on top of that, you have these over-the-top top content providers like Netflix that use Verizon and other companies that own pipes. So 
I think that's really where we are going, uh, that Verizon is looking to become more integrated mm -hmm. and go from end to end in terms of providing value. I didn't realize, uh, Roger, that uh, one re uh, report said that AOL was third in video views behind Google and Facebook. I, I didn't realize that that they were such a strong player in the uh, in this area. How were they able to build this up so much uh, from you know basically being an afterthought a few years ago to where they are now? Well, you really have to give credit to Tim Armstrong here, who basically joined AOL uh, and and it was in the ropes, and he trans formed the organization into an, an ad delivery platform that works both with their own uh, websites, Huffington Post, Engadgeted, uh, TechCrunch, and many more, as well as, uh, as others. And so they have positioned themselves as a viable alternative uh, to, uh, to the Googles uh, of the world. And some of this, uh, from what I believe you said a little while ago, uh, this business, this uh, ad business, a lot of it is uh, is automated already. Correct? Yes, yes. This is what what what's the differentiating factor here? It's an automated marketplace where advertiser and uh, the distribution channels are uh, connected and that intelligently uh, provides that connectivity so that the right ads are being delivered to the right audience. You mentioned uh, about uh, the fact that uh, Verizon really wants to try and, and be on, on various platforms, Vermont, but I, I guess in some respects it's not surprising considering the fact that they, the TV segment is really getting... Uh, getting crowded right now when you not only have you have Verizon, but you also have Comcast. Uh, and then you have the variety of other entities that are coming onto the market or have come onto the market. Things like Apple TV and Sling TV and and, and Samsung wants to do it and Microsoft. You, know, you have a variety of companies that want to get their own little piece of the TV, TV puzzle. So going content has to be the way to win, win in this fight. I think you're absolutely correct, because on that front, Verizon has a triple threat. You have consumers cutting their cable cord. You have over-the-top distributors like Apple TV and Netflix that you mentioned. And then you have all these premium content providers going direct to consumer, HBO, CBS, and so forth. So being simply a a distributor of content is not going to work for Netflix in the future. And the other part to it, I guess, Roger, is also the fact that I guess the the third-party advertising for AOL was a real gainer for them, according to their uh, their last quarterly numbers in, in the last quarter. It is uh, it ended up being a much larger piece to their business than probably some people expected. Yes, and it has grown uh, quite rapidly uh, by if I remember correctly, by 22%. Uh, so it is the, the growing segment, the star performer of the market. And it hasn't hit its full potential yet because they're still losing a little bit of money on it. But it really is going to uh, perform very, very well. 
We are joined on the phone, Roger Entner from uh, Recon Analytics, and also Hermont Bargava, who is from uh, the University of California at Davis, uh, professor out there. Uh, There were a couple of key acquisitions, Roger, that that AOL had made uh, back, I guess, in 2013 and 2014 as well, that really allowed them to uh, increase their ability to grow in this area and just made them even much more attractive for Verizon in this case, were they not? Uh, Yes, they they did a really good job in rounding out uh, their portfolio and uh, become a a full-service provider. And from that perspective, that makes it very interesting. Uh, for somebody like Verizon that has aspirations to be uh, a deliverer not only of connectivity but also of content and then connect it all and monetize it. Uh, Herman, how do you see uh, Verizon really changing uh, as a company going forward now in the next few years because of the fact that they obviously recognize that that content has to be a much bigger uh, piece to their operation? Yes, I think uh, it's what we've been talking all along, moving from just a communication company, one, you know, a company that other people can use to monetize content and advertising, to a company that tries to cover um, distribution of content and then monetization of that media through advertising. And I think some of this traces back to the Telecom Act in 1996, which I think in, in some ways it was advantage for information services on over-the-top services mm-hmm. and disadvantage for dump pipes. And I think Verizon is finally coming to a point where as a pipe, it's really, uh, there's only so much that you can monetize the pipe because you have to charge consumers. You cannot charge for the content at this moment. So does so they're moving. So uh, what does Verizon do with all of the 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 websites that AOL was tied in with? Uh, will they keep them under that un, under their realm, or do you think they they may even spin them off? Yeah. So as Roger mentioned, you know the the advertising platform that AOL has created is one where they distribute advertisements on their own websites and on other people's websites. And in this case, the majority of that is really other. Website. So in terms of monetizing and, and really using their advertising uh, technology, I think they would keep all of that. As far as the own websites are concerned, I don't think that is a huge piece of it. It's, um, it's the Huffington Post and Gadget TechCrunch. Um, I don't know which way Verizon would go, but I would feel that's not very consequential. That's a bit piece in the whole system. Roger? Yeah, I agree completely that that the websites are uh, more of an afterthought. There already uh, there's already talk that AOL is shopping uh, the Huffington Post and other sites around the Axel Springer um, publisher from Germany is supposedly interested for Huffington Post for like a billion dollars, mm-hmm. that would bring the effective price tag of this acquisition down quite a lot more. Uh, there, there is an inherent conflict when the carrier and the um, and the site is is often owned, and it hasn't traditionally worked out too well as the skill set is very often uh, different, mm-hmm. and so. 
uh, I think they will keep it if it if it makes sense. But the moment there is a division of attention and focus, uh, the sites are probably going to be sold. Joined on the phone by Roger Entner from uh, Recon Analytics and also Hermant Bargava, who is a professor at the University of California at Davis. Uh, Roger, it's not like Verizon hasn't been uh, involved in the content uh, area in in the past. They obviously have a, a, a well-publicized contract with the National Football League uh, providing the games uh, from... Uh, from that league over over the uh, over the Verizon platforms, uh, but th- how much can th- this type of a deal benefit them going forward with the content that they already had in house? If if there's uh, like for example when they they have the exclusive contract with the Verizon uh, with the as you mentioned with the NFL, they signed with IndyCar. Uh, and are now the sponsor. And if they are showing uh, their exclusive content from uh, their partners on their video platform, they can dynamically insert the ads right. and and therefore monetize that relationship better. Right now, it's a straight sponsorship. I don't think they're getting a lot of advertising revenue uh, from it, but going forward, that can certainly change. And, and that would almost have to be a redo of the deal, you would think, because uh, uh, that that deal that they have with Verizon has basically been in place now for a couple of years. Uh, as you mentioned, with uh, I guess with IndyCar, they just started uh, a partnership with them. Uh, so this would require some tweaking, probably not now, but maybe in a year or so, as you said, if if they can really show that uh, that they can make a profit on this. Yes, right now they get a lot of promotional uh, benefits from it because whenever you mention the NFL, there, there's some uh, Verizon um, logo attached to it. Yeah. Uh, with the IndyCar, they're the, the, na- the, the namesake of the, of the series. It's now the Verizon IndyCar series. So that was the first stage. I think monetizing the content better is is the second stage how much uh, how much territory do they have to pick up Hermont to to really catch up with with Google and Facebook how, how much how, how much do people really rely on those two websites more so even than the success that AOL has had in, in the recent past um, I think the other two are of course way out in the front in um, search advertising text advertising other forms of non-video advertising, but I think as you mentioned earlier, AOL is a very strong number three on video advertising. And the industry believes that advertising money is going to flow from text advertising into video advertising. So in that sense, AOL is pretty well positioned. And the key for Verizon is that, again, as we talked earlier, instead of being just the communication pipe, if they can be the manager of content distribution, then they can really start trying to monetize all of that content that's being distributed. So from Verizon's point of view, this is going from almost nothing to a huge potential. So even if they remain number three, that's a very, very big deal for Verizon. In terms of this deal getting done uh, now, Roger, uh what is probably then, is there a next logical next shoe to fall within the entire sector, another partnership that maybe makes sense that we'll probably hear about in, in the next few months? 
that's going to be very uh, interesting. I think uh, we could probably see something uh, from uh, from a different partner. It, traditionally, Verizon made the, makes the decision if there is a critical part of infrastructure that they see is um, important for their success, they they purchase it. Okay. Whereas somebody like an AT&T, they more partner uh, with a company. Uh, but we could certainly see maybe a dish uh, purchase somebody and, and make a, do a better job on the advertising uh, front there, especially with Sling TV. Yeah. Uh, so I would look towards uh, that direction. It's going to be very interesting, Roger, to watch how all of these other entities do uh, really have their success or lack thereof, the companies I'm speaking of, Sling TV and, and the others, because they really do have an opportunity to, to make uh, this entire sector really change it upside down going forward. Yeah, if yeah, I may uh, add to that. Tremendous oh. flux. Go ahead, Roger. Yeah, the market is in tremendous flux. Uh, it's really the competitive forces are are breaking down the traditional silos, and the the deck, the competitive deck, is being completely reshuffled. So we're seeing really an upheaval uh, in in a market that has been traditionally very stable and and uh, and, and true in state and. Innovate technology is really changing the way it's all, all, is, all is done. Herman? Um, so if I may link your last two questions, uh, Don. Uh, one of the reasons Google and Facebook are ahead of AOL even in video advertising is simply that they own many more landing pages, you know, places where ads are going to be distributed. Yep. And so it would be really interesting if Verizon goes after someone who can that gap for them, uh, maybe Yahoo or somebody else who's not otherwise doing that well. For more business news and analysis from Knowledge at Wharton, please visit knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.